IBEC, the voice of Irish business. And you are very welcome back to IBEC Voices, a podcast series about the people and priorities behind Irish business and the global climate that shapes it. In this episode, we are joined by IBEC Chief Economist and Head of National Policy, Jared Brady, and IBEC Economist, Hazel Ahern Flynn. They give us a whistle-stop tour of the key findings of their Q2 IBEC Economic Outlook, titled Turning Point, discussing themes including rising cost pressures, an expected slowdown in economic growth in the second half of the year, and changes in international markets. I'm Jared Brady, Chief Economist here in IBEC, and I'm joined by my colleague Hazel Hearn Flynn, who's our economics guru. Um, Hazel, you're going to tell us today about the economic outlook that we've launched this morning and what's happening in the in the broader economy here and, and in the wider world. I suppose first up, uh, we're saying it's a turning point for the economy. What do we mean when we say that? That's right, yes. So um, by turning point, I suppose uh, there have been an awful lot of changes in uh, the external environment. Uh, businesses are facing rising cost pressures. Um, and what all of this means is essentially that we are expecting a, a slowdown in the second half of the year and on into to next year. Uh, and that's maybe in contrast to, to some of the very strong growth we would have seen coming out of last year and, uh, and, and out of some of those COVID restrictions. And in the broader global economy, we've seen over the last, I suppose, month or so, these big changes in interest rates in central banks. We've also seen the impact of the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, as you said, on, on costs and energy prices for businesses. What's changing in the kind of capital markets out there in interest rates and where is that heading? And how does that differ than what we've seen the last decade or so? Yeah, so I suppose the last decade has been an unusual period. It's been characterised by um, low interest rates, but at the same time, quite low inflation. And that's been a fairly favourable environment for for business and investment. What we're seeing at the moment is central banks uh, globally starting to try and tackle the rising inflation that we're seeing, uh, and that's through rising interest rates. Uh, as an extension of that, then what that means is that we're seeing a tightening in global capital markets. Now for Ireland, as a, a small and a very open economy, those tightening capital markets have a knock-on impact in terms of the, the business environment and our expectations around investment. And then the the countries that we trade in, so in the last decade or so, but more or less since the financial crisis, we've seen strong growth in most of the Eurozone, in particular some of the bigger countries, strong growth for some of that period in the UK, although it's been getting worse over recent years for for reasons we won't mention. Mm -hmm. And then we've seen strong growth in the US. Are we starting to see talk of recession in those markets? And how real is that uh, at the moment? And and what might trigger it? Yeah, so so what we've seen, uh, particularly over the last couple of weeks, is uh, a a lot of downgrading in terms of the growth expectations for, for some of Ireland's major trading partners. So you've kind of name checked them there in the Eurozone, the UK and the US. Um, there is an awful lot of volatility at the moment, so uh, t- to a degree, uh, geopolitics is, is driving an awful lot of the changes changes that we're, we're seeing, and it can be a little bit hard to call what the next kind of half year is going to look like. But in terms of the risks, yeah, th- there are some quite serious risks that maybe um, some of those trading partners would be close to or maybe knocked into a technical recession. Uh, and again, that would be a concern from an Irish perspective. And then here domestically, we, we've heard more and more in, in recent weeks, particularly from members in, in the SME sector and consumer-facing sectors and some of the exporting sectors as well, I suppose, so across a lot of different sectors, this concern over cost competitiveness. So things 
have tightened in the global economy, mm-hmm. cash is less available, and we're seeing more of those challenges around cost. Could you give us a reflection on some of the things that are coming down the line there that are driving that concern, uh, particularly on the government policy side? And then what does it mean in terms of our own policy work? What are we looking for from government in terms of, of support? And, and could you give us a little bit of an idea of where we are on that? Yeah, so I suppose vis- businesses are facing rising cost pressures on both sides. Uh, one is the input piece, which we've talked about before in the podcast, uh, and, and we've seen rising costs there. Um and then the other side is on the labour market piece. So, so on the one hand, a tight labour market is generating its own pressures. On the other hand, uh, we're seeing a, a lack of coordination from government policy in terms of additional labour costs coming down the line for businesses. Uh, and, and they're coming in kind of several forms. So there's movements towards auto-enrolment, movements towards a, a living wage, um, and, and changes around uh, pay leave and enti- uh, or sick pay and entitlements. Uh, and, and all of those together mean that businesses are facing kind of a rising cost, both on the labour market side and then also on the inputs piece. Uh, in terms of what can be done about it, uh, so on the on the input side, um, that would be maybe in the form of uh, direct energy grants to, to the most impacted businesses, uh, energy being kind of the, the main issue around the cost side. Uh, and, then, and something that's being worked on right now in government, yeah, I guess. Exactly, yeah. And then on the uh, labour cost piece, uh, again, maybe targeted at the the most impacted uh, and maybe vulnerable but viable businesses would be something along the lines of maybe a rebate from the National Training Fund or direct vouchers for upskilling and training, uh, something to act as, as kind of a buffer for those labour costs. Fantastic. And then I suppose final question, Hazel, that everyone's going to be asking. When we say slow down, and I've already had this question a number of times this morning, is it code for recession or are we genuinely talking about a slowdown? And I guess that question is both for here in Ireland and for the global economy. Hmm. Well, for Ireland anyway, no, we're not talking about a recession. Um, when we say slowdown, it's that we, we've seen some very strong growth uh, and, and in some cases a, a kind of rebound, rebound growth rates from the difficult period over COVID. Uh, looking into next year, a lot of our forecasts are just for a slowing in that growth. So still growing, but just at a slower pace. Uh, when you look at the, the global economy or the Eurozone, it's a slightly different picture insofar as th- there is a risk that kind of depending on those geopolitical movements and, and how the next half of the year looks, that some of those economies could be facing into a, a technical recession. So good-ish news at home, although challenging, mm-hmm. and uh, and fairly rocky road ahead in the, in the global economy and in major trading partners. Exactly. Hazel Hearn Flynn, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of IBEC Voices. To read the full economic report, visit ibec.ie. IBEC, the voice of Irish business.